David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here is David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. You are the body of Christ is our focus. This world is noisy. If we continually dwell on the things pertaining only to this life, we will be overwhelmed by them. As we continue on life's journey, I desire to be more in tune with my Heavenly Father than ever before. I want to be in the place He has destined for me to be, like a puzzle piece that has its one specific place in the puzzle, so we have one specific place in the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12-27 through 27 says this, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. For in fact the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor, and our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it. that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. We are one in Christ Jesus. All who preach salvation in him alone, who adhere fully to his holy word, who are grafted into the body through his precious blood. 
The Lord knows all who are his, and he knows those who will say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles? To which he will respond, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. See, many claim to be Christians in political circles, many celebrities, and even in everyday life. But the Lord knows those who are his. 2 Timothy 2.19 says this, Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. In Matthew 7.16, Jesus said, You will know them by their fruits. This is such a great word for the body of Christ. Each member of the body has a place. Each member is useful and has value. Even the less than or weaker are necessary. One member of the body cannot say, because I'm not a hand or an eye, I am not a part of the body, nor can one part say of another, I have no need of you. It is by the Holy Spirit that we are made members of Christ's body. There is one body, one spirit, and one way to the Father through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful for the simplicity of the gospel. I truly love verse 18 in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It says, But now God has placed the members, each one of them, in the body just as he desired. No matter where you are in your walk with Jesus or in ministry, God has established you. He orders your steps. Within his body, there is a distinction amongst its members. One member is not the whole body. It is one body with many members. Each member has a different purpose. Some are visible, some are not. Some members seem insignificant. The little toe, for example, a part of the foot, a part of the body. Yet stub that little toe on the coffee table in the middle of the night, and the whole body knows it's there. Within his body, there are a variety of gifts and callings and strengths. Each part contributes to the beauty of the body. We are at our best when we flow and function in the unity of the Holy Spirit around the world. We have much work to do in this area. I'm thankful for God's patience with us. The body of Christ has many members. Once again, each are vital, placed by God as He desires. As Scripture says in verse 17, If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? You know, what an unusual sight it would be if a body were only an eye or an ear or a foot. See, it pertains to denominations, churches, and individual Christians. Whenever we begin thinking we are the only way, that we're superior to other parts of the body, other genuine believers, you know, we actually look and sound like a beast when we develop isolationism and self-promotion in an unscriptural way. In reference to parts that are less honorable, we cover them or clothe them. I think of the prodigal son when he willingly and humbly returned to his father. First, it says, while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Have you ever thought that you are a less desirable part? Perhaps you've been hurt or accused by a brother or sister. Or maybe you've slipped and fell in a moment of weakness. The response of the Father in Luke 15.20 is a picture of our Heavenly Father. When we humble ourselves before Him as the Son did in verse 21, saying, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your Son. Listen to the Father's response in verse 22. 
But the father said to his slaves, Quickly, bring out the best robe and put it on him. He knew his son was wounded because of his foolishness. He was thin and frail. He most likely needed inner healing and restoration that comes through forgiveness and cleansing. Let's do this internally and not make him a matter of public shame, I'm sure his father thought. Everyone knows he fell, yet today he's returned, ready to be fully restored. The father continues saying, and put a ring on his hand, meaning he is, always has, and always will be my son, and sandals on his feet, thinking that he may walk with me sure-footed on the path set before him, and then bring out the fatted calf, kill it, meaning a sacrifice, let us eat and celebrate. Looking again at 1 Corinthians 12, we read of our responsibility to care for one another. There will be unity in the body of Christ. Ephesians 5.27 says this, That he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. We are one in Christ Jesus as his true bride. I'm not referring to world religions. I'm referring to true and genuine followers of Jesus. As we see ourselves as one in Christ, verse 26 comes into perfect focus, saying, And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. If we would grab hold of these principles, these truths, and genuinely put them into action, the Holy Spirit of God would move in our midst, drawing many lost souls to the hope we have in Jesus. However, if we lift ourselves or our church, our denomination, above others who are in Christ, we quench the Holy Spirit. We're behaving no better than the prodigal son's older brother. What was the father's response to him? Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. There's a place at the table. There's a place in the body for all who believe. Remember, God places the members in the body. He has firmly placed you where you are to bring glory to his holy name. I want to conclude by reading 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. Let's join together in prayer. Father God, we thank you that you have placed each member each one in the body just as you desire. Lord, we thank you and praise you for every church, every pastor, every servant. And we ask you, Lord, to draw us close to yourself. We ask you, Lord, to help us to keep our eyes on Jesus. Help us to build one another up in love. Help us to stand firmly together in the unity of the Holy Spirit, that we would do our part to lead people to saving faith in Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, 
we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart.